Hello everyone, this is Bill Hoy and this is going to be another Natural Law Podcast episode number 37. And once again, my name is Bill Hoy and talking about natural law and we're on episode 37. And today I'm going to talk about an article I read on the Free Thought Project website. Good website, check it out. Um, and I'm going to go over the collective mind concepts in, in this article and among other things. So we're going to I'm going to talk about that. And first, I just want to I want to clear up what I was talking about in the last episode, the natural law lessons for store owners. Just want to do a final clear up on that. All humans have free will. No one can ever take that from us, us humans, even with violence. Okay. Even when someone is engaging in violence against another human being, they're still not taking their free will. That human being who is having violence engaged against them still has free will. They still have it. Still have it. Really, the only time a person doesn't have the ability to engage in any kind of free will actions is if you're completely bound. And like your hands are tied, your legs are tied, and your body is is uh, bound to where it can't even move. And you really that, then you really don't have the ability to engage in any kind of free will actions. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to get to that. Okay. Before we get to the article. So these store owners, they can steal the customer's potential ability to freely make moral free will choices. That's what they can steal. They can't actually steal our free will. No person can actually steal someone's free will, but they can steal the another um, another person's ability to make moral free will choices. They can steal that. They can steal the ability, a person's ability to do that. And that would be completely, that would include completely binding someone's hands, legs, body, and everything. That would include that, I would say. That's my observance and discovery. Um, so I want to make that clear. They cannot actually, these store owners and employees cannot actually steal our free will. It can never happen. Our free will is, uh, is ours. It's, that comes from the creator, God, not religious, not religious, higher power, folks, spirituality. I'm a higher power. Um, the creator, the creator is everything. We're a part of the creator. We're a part of creation. We humans, we're a part of creation. All animals are a part of creation. The oceans are part of creation. The universe is creation. <clears throat> these, these, our free will is universal. And unfortunately it's our free will is being used against us. 
and we're going to talk a little bit about that with the collective mind in the FTTP article. Um, so store owners and employees cannot actually steal our free will. As long as we have some ability to, to make decisions and make movements with our physical bodies, our free will is ours. Us meaning people, humans. But when an individual coerces and puts somebody under duress and threatens them with violence or threatens them with just <clears throat> things that can affect someone's ability to make a, a moral free will decision, then that that's stealing. There's that the the aggressor is stealing the person's ability to effectively make a moral free will choice unabated. Okay. So what happens in the collective, this is a collective mind concept, I would say is people when during, during the, the core part of the mandates in New Jersey. I'm from America, New Jersey. Um, um, the, the mask mandates and everyone, all of society was complying with those mask mandates, except for the, a couple people, uh, you know, the, the, um, but for the most part, I've covered the non-compliers. Um, what was happening was I just I kind of juggling a couple thoughts here, but <clears throat> what was happening was instead of people coming together and saying, "No, we're not going to enforce this on each other. We're not going to attempt to steal." our fellow citizens ability to make moral free will choices what <clears throat> what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to not comply instead under the concept of the mass mind what people do is the mandates create tension people are going against their moral free will in fact many people of these store owners that were forcing their that were forcing the will of the ruling class on others and stealing people's ability to make more free will choices really didn't want deep down inside to do that but they were too i'm just going to be honest i understand everybody needs to survive but i'm going to say cowardly okay there there are too cowardly to stand up and to stand up meaning saying refuse to comply and <clears throat> they impose the will of the ruling class on others against their will this is a very complex concept well what does that create that creates tension and it creates cognitive dissonance so what you have is you have a the public mind what the public mind does is the public mind people individually coming together with all kinds of different 
individual thoughts, but once again, we're talking about the public mind. Sticking with common propagandized thoughts, <clears throat> and that creates tension and cognitive dissonance. And what people do is they look to alleviate the tension, and instead of focusing on the condition of the tension and saying, hey, look, these governors don't have the right to impose their will on us, and we as we humans as individuals don't have the right to impose either that will or our will on any other other human being and it's it's not right for us to attempt to steal other people's free will and also it we humans understand that no other humans have the right to attempt to steal our moral ability to make moral free will choices our ability to make moral free will choices we don't have the right to attempt to steal others ability to make moral free will choices and no one has the right to attempt to steal our free will choices so we're going to alleviate the condition of the tension and we're going to refuse to comply instead what people do is they invent they they get into cognitive dissonance and they invent invent thoughts in their mind to help them feel better about complying and going against their free will and impo imposing the will of of the, their will and the will of others on other people the will of the ruling class imposing the will of the ruling class on others so they will alleviate the tension by complying and changing their views and principles to match their behaviors i'm going to go over that in my collective mind presentation i'm going to talk about that how there's there's actually a couple there's an experiment uh, a controlled experiment once again controlled uh, well not once again I, I don't know if i ever mentioned this I, I think i've mentioned this before on my podcast but i'll mention it now control experiments are very good but controlled experiments once again are not natural in the environment so you can't completely controlled experiments don't tell you everything but they do controlled experiments are an important part of 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 learning about many different things and this was a controlled experiment in behavior and cognitive dissonance and it was also involved alcohol use so i'm going to talk about that in in my collective mind presentation but there are experiments that back this up and and people will change their views and even change what they think are their principles people don't understand what principles are people don't understand that principles are universal they don't change you don't change your principles your principles they they stay the same because principles are universal they're inherent they're unalienable <clears throat> principles uh, of mathematics principles of thermodynamics principles of, of gravity uh, laws of motion uh, principles of behavior behavior Behavioral laws, universal. You, you, laws of freedom. You, you, you can see it. A person can see. Look out in society. Look at, look at how our society is becoming more immoral. <clears throat> Just like what I've been talking about. Everybody forcing their will on others, and what do you get? You get more slavery. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Bottom line bottom line of this i'll wrap this up unless someone is completely bound and cannot move and 
cannot speak or do anything, you still have some free will to do something. No one, no human being can ever steal another human being's free will. But another human being can steal a another one uh, a person can steal another person's ability to make a moral free will choice they can steal their ability by threatening them with duress and violence so they can steal the ability the potential but free will can never be taken from us we'll always have it and once again we could you know, the collective mind, we humans can either, our free will can be a beneficial thing that leads us to freedom or our free will can lead us into slavery. And that's what's, that's what's happening right now. Our free will is leading us into slavery. And once again, we're uh, a whole collective society, a public mind and cognitive dissonance. People just changing their views to, to, to fit into their cognitive dissonance and their feelings and and their you know knowing and understanding that these 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 mask mandates, social distancing, closing down the businesses, all this stuff is absolutely immoral and it's shit. And what we need to do is stop wanting to just relieve the tension itself and relieve the condition, and that is not comply. That's not comply and no one understand natural law. No one understand that they're behavioral law. So bottom line is no one can actually steal someone's free will. Okay. No one can actually steal that. That's my take. I think, and I think that stands to, to, to universal truth. So I'm going to move on from that. So I just want to talk about another thing. Look folks, all these people obsessed with, with safety. Folks, we can never be completely safe. Never. It'll never happen in nature. No human being <clears throat> will ever, ever be completely safe. It is impossible. It can never happen. It can never happen. People think that people are obsessed with being completely safe. It can never happen. And complete safety will never equal freedom. You want to be completely safe? You're going to be completely enslaved. And you're and even then you're still never going to be completely safe. Benjamin Franklin uh uh I've mentioned this quote uh, a few times in my podcast and my work uh to I'll paraphrase it. Uh, uh any any person who gives up liberty for safety deserves neither and will lose both. I mean, man, you can't I mean, once again that, that's I'm paraphrasing that, but I mean, wow, you know, that, that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. You can never be completely safe. No human being will ever, 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 ever be completely safe. It's not possible. Complete safety and, and the, the, the obsession with complete safety will, will never equal freedom and it, it will lead us to absolute total slavery. And even once again, I just, I'm just going to hammer this away. You can, no human being can ever be completely safe. We got to start getting that into our heads. We got to get this fucking obsession with safety out of our goddamn heads, man. Enough with this shit. Enough. Enough. 
Enough with this obsession, addiction, addiction to safety. I'm going to be talking about addictions starting next uh, episode 38. I'm going to get deep into addictions. Folks, um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to use uh, I'm going to use this as an allegory. The movie, I think it was final. I know it was Final Destination, but I think it was Part Two. Final Destination Part Two. The the guy from uh, Candyman, the movie in the late '80s. There, uh, you know, American movie. Uh, these American movies um, was in this Final Destination Part Two. It was about like it was about the whole idea if you cheat death or escape death, that death will come, keep looking for you and come and get you and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but this is a good allegory from the movie Final Destination Part 2. In the beginning, the girl was locked up in a psychiatric facility, okay? And I, and I think the whole idea was that she was locked up in the psychiatric facility, not because she was like having psychological problems or anything. I mean, you know, if, if, if death is constantly chasing you, I, chasing you, I think, I think that would uh, create some uh, tension <clears throat> and stress, but apparently this girl locked herself, self-committed, uh, apparently she self-committed to stay safe from the death karma that was after her, okay? And to be safe, the girl was locked in a padded room and bound by a straitjacket. Now, that that was the the... I, I say my interpretation of what the movie was trying to portray there. In order for this girl to be safe, she had to be locked in a padded room and bound by a straitjacket, and she was safe. But you know what, folks? First thing, okay, apparently, according to the movie, she was safe, but she was not free. She wasn't free. She was locked in a room, and, sh and she was had her arms bound in, in a straitjacket. That's not freedom. That's not freedom. And, and even in this scenario, when you really look at it objectively, she's not completely safe for many reasons. First reason, she's locked in a room, locked in there. I'm sure she was locked in there. She was locked in there, had to be. So that, so you're not safe there. If, if the building lights up on fire and Nobody comes to open the door for you, you're not going to be very safe. And then, even if somehow maybe somebody presses an automatic open button for all the rooms and you're able to get out, the, the, the girl in the Final Destination movie is able to get out of the room, she still, somebody still has to, to un bind her in that straitjacket, you, you know, you're going to have a little bit of trouble trying to open doors when both of your arms are in a straitjacket. So you're not even completely safe there. And, and then, of course, someone could decide, who knows, someone could decide that they want to assault you. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, but there you are, you're bound in, 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 in a straitjacket. And here she is in, in this padded room, locked in this room. She's She's got a straitjacket on, and if somebody wanted to come in that room and do whatever they wanted to do to her, they could, they could do it. So even in the movie, how it portrayed, hey, this is what she has to do to be safe from this death karma that's chasing these people in Final Destination, she wasn't completely safe. Not even close. So many things could happen. So folks, what's the what's the bottom line here? 
None of us will ever be completely safe. It will never happen. Never. We will never be... Can, you, uh, this obsession with safety has to end. Or we're going to head into suffering that can't even be quantified. Which I would say we're already in. But once again, people don't take an objective look into things. And apparently people aren't suffering enough yet. Many people are. I've talked about that. But once again, it's that obsession with safety. And I, th I th felt that Final Destination Part 2 there in the beginning was a very good allegory of, of the whole idea of obsession with safety. And this is... This is stuff that's that's got to change. There was, <laughs> there was something else I wanted to say uh, in the beginning. I, I, I'm going to remember it as soon as I move on. But I guess, oh well, I, I guess we'll just move on. <clears throat> so I'm going to now read some passages and do some paraphrasing and stuff from an article that I found on the Free Thought Project website good website check it out um, and the title of the article is how truth was destroyed so Americans would crave propaganda and I think the person's name it says here uh, Don Villa Jr. and the article is from May 22nd <clears throat> so it's you, you want to search for it you're gonna have to go back a little bit to search for it but it's in there and I think according to the article, go ahead and look it up for yourself. Um, I think they're gonna. I think it's gonna be an article series. So I think this this Don V is gonna be making a, a couple couple more of these types of articles, and I'm looking forward to them because th this was a very good article. And um, so let's just uh, get started here. I'm gonna start by reading from from the article here this is in the very beginning one of the most one of the most vital fundamentals in understanding how the ruling elite predator class facilitate their agendas is the role of controlled media to create perception perception is in essence reality what is perceived is usually widely believed that's co that's collective mind <clears throat> that's the public mind there folks that's a that's a public mind now when it comes to perception, there are actual natural perceptions. What is perception? It's somebody observing some somebody observing something, and I would say thinking. I would say believing, and and thinking something is what it is from what they see, hear, and think. I guess I would say. Um, but perception is reality and a good book is uh david by david ike perception deception that's a good book check that book out um there is natural perceptions because perce perception that's that's the external cues those are the external cues that's what people look for and Perception is manipulated by the media. 
that television, man, that television, folks, that television is, is, is the worst thing. It's the worst thing ever invented, that television. Awful. And, and of course, the, the, all the news media and <clears throat> all that talking head type media. And then, of course, those programs on the television, all the cop shows and all, all the funny shows. I mean, you know, folks, I mean, folks, really, to be honest with you, we're in a situation where, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the whole TV needs to be thrown in the trash. That's, 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 that's how, that's how I'm seeing it. But <clears throat> there's always, um, I guess diamonds in the rough, I guess, as the cliche goes, there's always, uh, there's always some good things you can get out of, of, I guess, even mainstream publications. And we're going to get to that, but there is natural perception people, you know, we come out, I mean, we, we humans, people, you look up into the sky and you see a blue sky. I mean, at least on some days, I mean, the sky is at best usually a very light blue, if not completely white from what we're all told is condensation. And folks, that's a, that's a perception. That's a perception becoming reality. The television and these power structure actors tell people, don't worry, these airplanes emitting this, these emissions, these turning the sky white is just condensation and people accept that as reality. That's the, that's the collective public mind right there. <clears throat> all acting as one, all just, just acting in unison and not thinking for themselves, not using their internal cues. But anyway, in true nature the sky isn't actually blue it's just how we humans who only see invisible light that's how our the i think it's called a refraction it's some kind of i i forget actually it's it's the blue is like a refraction of of i don't actually i i forget actually but i looked into it and a while ago, but it's, it's a refraction. It's, 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 the sky really isn't blue. It's just how we humans in seeing invisible light, I think, see, see the sky. It's how we see it. It's a, it's a perception, but it's a natural perception. It's not a manipulated perception. No one's manipulating that, but the, the controlled media is abs absolutely a manipulation and creation of perception. And <clears throat> so there's natural perception. I mean, folks, like this, this, this really plays into the whole idea of this so-called pandemic. I'm, once again, folks, I'm not saying there's not a disease out there and I'm not saying people haven't died from this disease and folks, a disease that was now it's really coming out that, that it's, it's blatantly obvious that this was made in a laboratory, this disease was made in a laboratory, gain of function research. But once again, I like to mention that a lot, but I'm just checking a couple things. <clears throat> but uh, I was, I, I, I kind of 
lost my train of thought. But once again, this oh yeah the 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 the, the whole perception thing. Um, the whole thing with this so-called pandemic, it was all it was all perception. I mean. The television's telling people that, you know, there's mass death, it's all kind of horror going on and all this stuff. And you go out into, you know, you go out into your world and what do you see? You see people going about their normal daily lives. You don't even see a pandemic. That's the perception. That's the perception that the mass media creates, creates for people. And even people who may have had some experiences with sick people. Once again, the television is telling them, oh, that's the COVID-19 killing them when really the, the, the whole diagnosis is based on a completely faulty test and no one can really know whether even <clears throat> if they do supposedly have this, this virus, that the virus is actually the, 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 catal the catalyst that can cause the death. Uh, I've been over that. You know, I'm, I'm just going to continue on with the article here. So let's just, let's just uh, get a fundamental understanding here. So perception is reality. The news media uses that to manipulate us. That's the collective mind. That's how these public relations people get pe millions of people to do the same thing <clears throat> by using different styles to manipulate millions and millions and millions of people. Okay. And perception is how you do that. So back to the article. Once again, I'm going to say one more time, what is perceived is usually <clears throat> widely believed and there are natural perceptions, but we're talking about manipulated perceptions. So let's go to, let's go back to the article. Unfortunately, however, in our ever increasingly polarized society, it is the manufactured per perception that is espoused most fervently. So there you go. You know, it's not, the, the natural perception, natural external cues, people going out and just observing their world as it is, is not what's happening. People are being manipulated. Back to the article. In some cases, those who choose to ignore facts in favor of narrative, echo chambers and tribalism live in a somewhat alternate, alternate reality, albeit a willfully ignorant one. There you have it right there, willful ignorance. Willful ignorance. That's I would say willful ignorance is one uh, uh, a reaction to the tension of cognitive dissonance. I would say that that's a absolute reaction to the tension of cognitive dissonance. And once again, I was talking about before with the people going against their free will with the mask mandates and forcing their will on others. The 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 tension created within each individual from that. I would say the willful ignorance is a a, in a sense, a person's defense mechanism to help relieve themselves of the tension caused by the cognitive dissonance of going against their free will. Um, 
and they talk about the echo chambers. That's a big one, big time echo chambers. A lot. I'm going to start. I'm going to talk about that in my addictions um, series. I'm going to talk about the echo chambers where people echo, uh, specifically with the disease of addiction, where people just echo that. We're going to get to that. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about that echo chamber a lot in the whole idea of the disease of addiction, how many people working in many different treatment industries and for the criminal injustice system, my emphasis added there, um, echo, that whole echo chamber of the disease of addiction and all that kind of stuff. I've got to get into that. that. That's a very good one, the echo echo chamber. That's a big one. And the tribalism, that's big, man. The tribalism. Tribalism's huge. The whole idea of the the left-right political divide the 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 liberals and the conservatives i mean what what really is a liberal someone who wants liberty in a sense right nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with wanting liberty um i mean you could go into a deeper argument where liberty isn't really freedom it's liberty is actually something that is granted by a ruling class but from from i'll say uh, which goes, uh, which which also conflicts with the Franklin quote. But I will say this: I'll say liberty from a universal perspective. Liberty, a liberal, is someone who wants, really, in, in its in in space, true definition, I would say, is someone who wants uh, liberty and and freedom and liberty from a universal perspective. Um, as mentioned, I would say in the Declaration of Independence. Um. um and what's your con uh, what's what's your natural conservative uh, someone who who wants the observance of of natural rights and and understands the the self-defense principle you know principle of uh, of self-defense <clears throat> it's almost kind of like uh what really are your liberals well and your conservatives it's it's kind of like the two main principles, I would say, of of freedom, um, the the liberal side, the 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 non-aggression principle, don't aggress against others, and and would be, I would guess, like the liberal side, and then the conservative side, really, in in its natural forms, would be the 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 self-defense principle, the 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 right of self-righteous uh, self-defense. Okay, and what you got those two sides in their natural form, but then what does this this polarized um, media do? They 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 create that tribalism, and and they the the they the media, the public relations people, the propagandists, um, creating that public mind. Um, they they take these two base fundamentals of of what really is a liberal and what really is a conservative. Align, which which in the base is can I would say is aligned with the the principle of 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 self-defense and and the principle of you know do not harm others um, the non-aggression principle and the principle and the self-defense principle and they pervert that and they 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 the public relations people make these entities polarized in extremes they make the the, the create the neoliberals and the neoconservatives and they create the extreme liberals and the extreme conservatives and they they divide they divide 
basic universal principles of freedom and and that's that polarization that's that tribalism these these people fall into these the public mind camps that's the public mind big part of the public mind is that all those divisions where people are all divided but yet they're all divided and many different groups of people are thinking differently but they're moving forward a main agenda that's the public mind the whole public mind is really moving as one in many different ways and i'm going to be talking i'm going to talk about that in my public in my collective mind public mind mass mind presentation that i'm working on but <clears throat> it's that tribalism you know like 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 sports teams and all that shit. you know our, our you know you know our, our team our guys you know our guys are the good guys and the other team they're a bunch of assholes well how do you even really know that how do you even really know that first thing i mean you know you know, the other team could be some decent guys, you know, and your team could be a bunch of assholes. How do you, you know, that whole sports tribalism mentality shit. And, <clears throat> and that's, that's that taking, that's what the, the media does. They take fundamental principles and they, they divide them and, and make them extreme and, and pervert them and, and all, all that stuff, man. It's, it's just, it's bad and then you got the willful ignorance man and that willful ignorance i really think willful ignorance is is a reaction to tension it's a tension reaction it's a tension reaction it's i would say it's a it's a it's an individual defense mechanism it's a defense mechanism it's instead of one <clears throat> instead of having the courage and in most cases the knowledge which once again folks i understand people don't have the knowledge but once again there's no excuse in, in this day and age all the knowledge is out there just go on the internet and start searching and it's not easy it's not easy there's a lot of bullshit on the internet a lot of people would say this is bullshit but but anyway that's that's a very good point there okay we're we're in an ever-increasing polarized society and you got all the nonsense you got the the echo chambers the tribalism you got the willful ignorance and it's bad it's bad so let me just take a look yeah just checking on my animals there acting like fools but <clears throat> anyway so let's continue with the article so from the article one stark example of this let's see what is this uh i think they're talking about the creation of perception okay we're talking about the creation of perception how the media when people are watching tv the the news media creates perception okay so we'll go back go back to the quote from the article one stark example of this the creation of perception would be manufactured outrage manufactured outrage is a term to describe the intentional misrepresentation of events with the aim of invoking a furious reaction from one or more groups of people there that's a big one folks that's a big one that's that's collective mind right there in, in its essence manufactured outrage dude I mean, it is amazing 
it is amazing the hypocrisy in people. How I'm just trying to think of, I mean, there's so many examples of the manufactured outrage. I mean, that's a big one. Really, what I was talking about before with the, the corrupted liberal conservative divide. How really you got the manufactured outrage, I would say, applies to the whole idea of politics and why people even bother with the, the stupid shit. Um, you got the manufactured outrage where people will run to the voting machine. They will go to vote, not because they really like the person that they're voting for, but because they hate the other person so much. That's really what it is. That's really what what politics has become. Manufactured outrage by the one side against the other side <clears throat> and really the manufactured outrage against the the rulers of the other side and and the the representative potential ruler from the other side. You know, each side hates the other side so much. Each side of that liberal conservative, corrupted, extreme, neo, I think, I think it's neolithic, uh, neoconservatives, neoliberals, that whole divide is you got the one side, the conservatives who think that the left side is wants America to become a socialist communist country. And then you got the other liberal, neoliberal side, you know, the neoconservative side thinks that the neoliberal side wants socialist communism and the neoliberal side thinks that the neoconservative side wants corporate fascism. And that's manufactured outrage. And they just, they just hate each other. I mean, getting your neighbors to hate each other. And it talks about that in the article. I'm just trying to see if I go over any of those quotes. It does talk about that in the, art, in the article, how, you know, your regular neighbor who's out raking his lawn, who has a Biden sign, and you're out raking, your, raking leaves, raking your lawn, mowing your lawn. I guess maybe some people can rake their lawn. I don't know. But, <laughs> but for example, you're out mowing your lawn and you got a, a Trump sign in your yard and your neighbor's out mowing his lawn and he's got a Biden sign in, in your yard and you and your neighbor have never done anything to, to harm each other. And, you know, if your neighbor had a problem, you would help him and you, and you had a problem, your neighbor may help you. I mean, possibly this is just a potential scenario. Um, what I'm trying to point out is, is that yet you and your neighbor, this is just a hypothetical. I'm not saying you, the listener or anything. I'm just saying the, the two, the two community members, the two neighbors would hate each other because of the manufactured outrage. And because what that television tells them about what the Biden supporters are doing and in vice versa with the Trump supporters, it's that manufactured outrage. And it's just, it, it's that public mind in that public mind and people hate each other so much but and that together 
in the hundreds of millions, this is how natural law works. Well, this is how natural law works in the aggregate. As people become more, more immoral, the manufactured outrage creates immorality, people supporting immorality. <clears throat> All those people fighting against each other, seemingly divided, moves the main agenda forward, which is, and, and which is if, if you honestly observe, slavery. You can see our, our society becoming much more enslaved because we're becoming much more immoral because we Americans, it's, I'm just speaking for Americans, once again, whatever country it, you're listening from, you can apply this to your country, we're becoming more immoral and we're becoming more enslaved. And that manufactured outrage creates that, that dichotomy. That's what it really is. I mean, I don't know if this is even a word, but I was thinking about calling the public mind a multi not a dichotomy, not splitting something into two contrasting parts, which it's, which are two sides of the same coin, which are two sides seemingly divided, which describes your liberals and conservatives idea of politics moving one thing forward multiple multiple divisions being a part of one single entity moving an agenda of of, of the propagandists once again i'm just saying the propagandists when when it comes to agenda this agenda goes much higher in the article it talks about it in the article it has some bernays quote it has some bernays quotes and bernays talking about the uh, invisible rulers. So the invisible rule. This is this really goes all the way up to the invisible rulers. And I've talked about the invisible rulers. Who are the invisible rulers? Secret society members, high, very high level, thirty third degree masons, and and up. Um, and you're you know you got the Vatican, you, you got the royals, and you got the people that you just never see, which many people refer to as dark occultists and stuff like that. So, but what I when I talk about the the uh, moving forward the agenda of uh, of those controlling the narrative, I'm really referring to just the people really on the ground that are doing the manipulation, and that's what we're and that's what this FTTP article is talking about. The the propagandists like Bernays, father of public relations, euphemized as propaganda. I, I would, that's what I have said. I think public relations is a euphemism for propaganda and I'm talking about the individuals on the ground like like when I talk about the climate engineering programs I I, I don't give it you know I really don't much care about the 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 people way at the top the invisible rulers the royals the Vatican the secrets high secret society members I really don't care about them because they're not the ones flying the fucking planes I'm concerned about the people on the ground doing it, and and that, that's what this article talks about here. That's that's why I like this article. This article talks about the people that are actually on the ground. Once again, read the article, folks. I, I'm I'm telling you how truth was destroyed, so Americans would create propaganda from May 22nd on the FTT Free Thought Project website. This talks about the people actually on the ground engaging in the behaviors engaging in the immoral behaviors in the mass 
and the people complying with the immoral behavior, with the immoral dictates and, and engaging in the immoral behaviors in the mass, which, which is what natural law is about, as more people behave immoral, that society will become more enslaved. So let's let's move on. You got you know we talked about the manufactured outrage and the divide, and and now <clears throat> here we go. I'm going to go to another quote from the article. We're still talking about the manufactured outrage here. Okay. Intentionally preying on the emotional vulnerability of the human condition, typically in the form of gaslighting, just igniting people. Man, do you remember you, the listener? Do, do you remember watching um, the the uh, the a lot of the media crap from the 2016 election with the Trump supporter people? Many of them like going nuts, like like igniting in anger with the with the political correctness and all that stuff and they're all being manipulated all that political correctness stuff is all total total manufactured outrage total gaslighting total total manipulation of the of the mass media total mass media manipulation all that political correctness crap all that all that's once again that's the extreme <clears throat> that's the extreme i would say the neoliberal extreme side of that pissing off the neoconservatives, that extreme political correctness crap, you know? Um, so, it, the, it, the article mentions the emotional vulnerability of the human condition. Well, why are we emotional? Where, where's the why, right? Like the Frenchman said, do you come to me with a why? No, you don't come to me with a why. Like the Frenchman said in, 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 the, in the Matrix Reloaded. You know, where's your why? Do you have a why? That's one we always want to. We always want to. You know, ask why, how, why, how. Um, why are we emotionally vulnerable? Once again, it goes back to that cognitive dissonance, folks. That subordination to society creates tension. It's that tension, and instead of instead of removing the condition that's causing, right, cause and effect, right? Frenchman talked about that too, cause and effect. He drank too much wine, he had to take a piss. <clears throat> cause and effect. Um, we are subordinate to a superstition of obedience as a virtue and that certain humans have the right to rule over others that creates tension and instead of focusing on the condition we just look to relieve the tension and that creates the emotional vulnerability to human condition and it's easy to just what's called you know in quotes there i think you know is gaslighting was well, gaslighting manufactured outrage so now this is important to note, the article notes this, okay? And I'm paraphrasing here, all right? I'm paraphrasing in this one. So note, there are rare occasions when the mainstream media does tell truth. It, it does happen, folks, and, and most of the time, in fact, I'd say probably all the time, 
<clears throat> when the mainstream media actually tells the truth, it either benefits a certain side of the agenda and it's skewed in the in the left-right divide with the television news mass media, or it's because something is so blatantly obvious that that they have to disclose it. They can't hide it anymore. Because that's really, folks, let me tell you what one of the main, I think, one of the main agendas is of the mainstream media. It's not really to tell lies. And let me tell you something, they tell plenty of lies, that's for sure. But I think the main objective of the mainstream media is to, in a sense, I'll say dole out information as it suits them and to withhold information. That's really what the mainstream media is about. I, I would say is withholding information. It's about withholding information. And then of course, as things become too obvious, well, okay, they they dole it out. They they piecemeal it out and and they'll spin it to their to their narrative. And but yes, many times the mainstream media does there are <clears throat> situations where mainstream media does tell truth and folks with this uh, SARS 2 COVID number 19 stuff a lot of truth is coming from people who are mainstream vaccine supporting doctors vaccine manufacturers virologists who have all been what is called, this is another divide and conquer strategy, pro-vaccine. All I am is pro-freedom. Pro, um, pro That's what I'm, I'm pro-freedom. Pro-natural law. That's what I am. If I'm pro-anything and I'm anti-willful ignorance, that defense mechanism there, I'm anti that. But... The whole pro and anti stuff, that's all that's all divide and conquer strategy of the media. <clears throat> but m much many much of the information that's coming out that's contradicting the official narrative is coming from mainstream supporting people. So that's so once again. I guess the, the saying goes, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sometimes, I, I, I mean, I'll also mention a lot of, a lot of uh, information that was contradicting official narratives in the media was coming from CDC documents and CDC, uh, the CDC website, the, the FDA's website. So, you have to know how to search for information. And think about this, folks. How many times have we seen what's been called conspiracy theories come true? And we're seeing it now, right? In the beginning of all this uh, SARS-2 stuff. The whole media narrative was, oh, this was definitely made in nature. And now they're changing their tune. Well, you know, it's, well, it's, it was made in the lab. But of course, once again, I mentioned in the last episode, they're going to blame China. I'm sure. But once again, that's a very important point to make. Okay. Sensationalized reporting can be true a lot of times as well. You, you got to, you got to really know how you have to know how to folks. We all have to learn and that 
I think I talked about it in my solutions articles, but that's one of the things that I should have talked about in solutions is we have to learn how to search for information. And I talked a little bit about it. I know I did, but I should have really done a whole thing about that because that's, we have to know how to search for information. We have to know how to discern for ourselves and, and understand <clears throat> how to search for objective truths. That's a big key. I've talked about that before now that I remember. I'm trying to think. I talked about it in one of my episodes. How to search for information. Yes, I talked about that. And it's very important. It's a, it's a key. Learning how to search for objective information. <clears throat> and cross-checking many different sources. That's another thing. Cross-checking many different sources and sometimes folks, once again, even these corrupt organizations like the CDC and the FDA, which they're absolutely corrupt to the inner core, you can get some truthful information from them. And even sometimes you can get some truthful information from the mainstream media. You just have to know how to assess it. You have to you have to know and understand how the game is played. Got to know and understand how the game is played. And once again, folks, a very good source of information would be Dr. Gary No. He's a very meticulous researcher, and the guy's a very accomplished um, um, researcher. He's 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 been he's been trying to wake people up for 50 years, man. I would really. He's a very good source of information, and, and the guy is meticulous. I mean, he's crazy meticulous when it comes to, I mean, that guy barely ever speculates at all. If he says something, most of the time, it's he, he has it backed up with evidence that you can look into. Great researching website, uh, great GaryNell.com, great researching website, the articles on that. Look into them for yourself, folks. That's what this is about. Search into information for yourself and look through all sources. And what I talked about in my searching for information, you got to have that good natural law moral compass. You got to know and understand, do not initiate harm to another sentient being and do not support the initiation of harm to another sentient being. Have that good moral base when you're searching for information and you, a lot of times you'll be able to see through the proverbial metaphorical smoke and mirrors. Okay. And once again, whenever you look into information from somebody, once again, I've always said, please look into this stuff for yourself. Don't believe me. And even with, you know, Dr. No, don't, don't believe him. Look into the, to the evidence he presents. Don't believe him. Don't believe anybody. Nobody, no one should believe anybody, folks. Don't believe anyone. Don't believe anyone. Search for yourself. And I've talked about this, you know, uh, so I don't want to go too much in this. I can't remember which episode I talked about this, but I mentioned when you're looking for information, you, 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 it's important to not just believe and to look into the information for yourself because then you'll be able to internalize it for yourself. And when you internalize that information for yourself, you'll be able to know what to do with it. And we all make mistakes, folks. 
Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, all of independent researchers make mistakes at times. And the good, the good independent researchers realize their mistakes and correct them and move on. It's called observation and discovery. That's what natural law is about. It's not a religion. This is, this is spirituality. Observe and discover. We observe and discover. We correct mistakes. We move on. That's, that's true science. That's what true science is. So let's move. Let's, let's get through this. So I'm pretty sure this is from the article. Social engineering the definition of social engineering, in layman's terms, those in power promote aspects and ideas sympathetic to their intentions in order to influence a culture of normalization of certain aspects that would previously be considered unacceptable. Public mind. From the article, a relative case of this would be America's hunger for war. Once upon a time, organized murder was abhorred by, was considered abhorred, I, I added that, abhorred, by the average American. The detestable increase to the national debt as a result of military spending and the egregious loss of use to fickle foreign conflict was enough to turn the citizenry from its barbary. But through the use of Hollywood and other means of glorifying war over generations, America's war culture has become almost bloodthirsty, wholly desensitized to the brutal to the brutality hoisted upon our fellow man, distracted by hubris and self-righteous delusions of exceptionalism. Couldn't say it any better myself. Couldn't say it any better better myself. It's, it's, folks, we Americans, folks, we've been at war for 20 years and, and it talks about, it, it elaborates about this more in the article. Once again, read the article. For yourself, come to your own conclusions. <clears throat> I mean, we've been at war for 20 years, man. Nobody gives a shit. 22 veterans a day are committing suicide, folks, and nobody cares. Not to mention, I mean, I'm not even going to attempt to even try to, I mean, even though I am going out, I'm trying to talk to people about this in the public, but... I pretty much just try to to talk to uh, talk to them about the 22 veterans a day committing suicide. Once again, it, 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 last time I checked, that was a 30-state study excluding Texas, California, Texas and California, and what was considered suicide was very limited. And um, the study, and I'm not you, you know try to talk to Americans about hey you know there's a lot of innocent you know, civilians, the amount of civilians that, 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 have, that have been killed in these wars, innocent men, women, and children in these countries. Why do they hate us? Why do they hate us? They, the other countries that we invade, that we Americans invade. Killing, once again, I've said this before in past podcasts, how would you feel if a, if a bomb dropped on your house and killed and, and blew your, 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 your family members and children to pieces? Or, or, or badly, you know, maim them. How would you feel? How would you feel about the, the, the people who drop the bomb and the people who s sit back and say nothing about it? Because, folks, that's, what, that's what's going on here in America. All the murder of these innocent civilians that's going on in these other countries, that's on every one of us. That's on every one of us. And we're not... 
by the whole anti-war movement has been annihilated. The collective mind is, is done with anti-war. The collective mind is done with it. The collective mind is once again in that cognitive dissonance and using the 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 the, uh, the alleviation of the tension in the willful ignorance and just completely, as the metaphor goes, turning a blind eye to to the wars, to the destruction of our of our youth, of our young men in their prime, and the civilians that are being murdered in these wars, innocent civilians, men, women, and children. It's, dis it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. We need, once again, and, and unfortunately, what I try to do to get people to start to want to turn, to start to want to not support these wars, either willfully or, 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 or ignorantly, just by ignoring, is trying to raise people's awareness of the 22 veterans a day. And then usually if I can get them feeling bad about the 22 veterans a day committing suicide, I try to, to reach their long destroyed empathy and compassion about these civilians in these other countries. Folks, the deaths of these civilians are on every one of us Americans. And when we sit back and we ignore this, we're a part of it. Well, I'm, I'm not going to ignore it. I'm saying something about it. These wars need to end, period. For these young men, young American men, and these civilians that live in these countries that have the right to live their lives in freedom. And regardless of whatever you want to think <clears throat> about the rulers of these countries and what they do to these people, the answer is not going over to other countries and murdering people and destroying environments and destroying our own young men. That's not the answer. Moving on from the article as covered <clears throat> by Free Thought Project at the time in early 2018, a video went viral showing a compilation of hundreds of local news stations around the country parroting the same script verbatim. I saw that. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's the collective mind, folks. That's the echo chamber. That's the echo chamber. You got to see the video, folks, if you haven't seen it. Tons of different news stations from all over America parroting the same script verbatim, man. Verbatim. Same multiple different scripts verbatim. That's the echo chamber. That's the corporate media. Okay? Frightening. And just want to mention Operation Mockingbird. That was the CIA invasion into the to the media. And Operation Paperclip was a part of that. Nazi war criminals infiltrating U.S. institutions, media being one of them, psychological warfare. And it's 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 a disgrace. Look into Operation Mockingbird. 
and know now that this was back in the 70s, from the 50s to the 70s, Mockingbird. And now it's, it's, it's plainly open. In fact, many of these news talking heads in the news media, it's, it's widely known that they're so-called quote-unquote former CIA members of the CIA and intelligence agencies and stuff like that. That's right in your face. It's right in our faces. That's natural law, folks. This immorality is, is right in our faces, and we're not doing anything about it. We're not walking away from it. We should walk away from the media, walk away from the manufactured out outrage, walk away from the left-right divide, walk away from these parrots, walk away from this echo chamber. This is natural law, folks. This is how natural law works. I mean, CIA members, I mean, <clears throat> as they say, former intelligence agency members are in the media. I mean, that's blatant right in your face. As a society becomes more immoral, that society becomes more enslaved. The job, the true job of a objective media is to, is to tell the truth and maintain fundamental moral, objective moral values. And that is absolutely not what we have. It's insane. Uh, one more thing from the article. Uh, it is an essential tool upon the altar of free humanity to never allow any entity, institution, or individual, whether they, are, whether they be mainstream or alternative, to have so much influence over one's mind that they are capable of thinking for themselves. I'm trying to see. I, I think I might be a little out, out of context there. I'm not completely sure exactly. I, I mean, we should never allow any entity of, of the news media to become this powerful and min, manipulate people in this collective mind concept. <clears throat> but you know, these, these media institutions never have so much influence over people's minds that the people are incapable of thinking for themselves. That's a collective mind that I, 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 I'm on it now. That's a collective mind. That's a public mind. People are literally incapable of thinking for themselves. And until the media tells them, whatever the media tells people, they're going to, they're going to follow it. These people that follow the mainstream media and my own family members. My own family members are, are parrots in that echo chamber. It, it's a disgrace. And the mainstream media has been caught lying so many times and people still trust it. And that's the mass mind. That's the mass mind. People incapable of thinking for themselves. They need those external cues and they get the external cues from the media. They don't have the internal cues of fundamental moral, objective moral values. And there you have it. You got the collective mind. You got natural law, laws of freedom and slavery. As a society becomes more immoral, that society becomes more enslaved. <clears throat>